Welcome back to another episode of Break the Narrative, your weekly dose of realism and giggles where we discuss and dismantle the raggedy norms and narratives of life as As a a millennial. Hey, y'all. Hi, you guys. I'm so excited. I know. It's been so freaking long. It's been so, so long. But, But, you know... Life be lifing. Life be li- <laughs> life is still lifing. Okay. Very much so. Very much so. <laughs> life is still lifing. But on but, the know, up, uh, but on the upside of things. Yeah, it's it's going good. We're seeing a change in uh, momentum. It's it's shifting, which is a good thing. And yeah. I'm just glad that we're back. We've been wanting to do this for so long, but it just life was it wasn't in the cards, honestly. <laughs> it just wasn't working. Every time we said we was going to start, we just never started. Something would come up or <laughs> yeah. somebody just wasn't feeling it or whatever. And yeah. I personally, I know you the same way. I don't like to do anything if I'm going to do it half-assed. Right. And if I'm not really going to be all in or if it just doesn't feel right in my spirit exactly <laughs> it's not going to be the best and i don't i don't want to do that to y'all y'all deserve better right. we want to give y'all great content i feel like especially because we started like us starting to now like we've been doing so good so i really do feel like you know we deserve to give the best of us absolutely and you know what's crazy i was looking at our um analytics the other day mm-hmm. and like the listens were still happening which is crazy to me because I'm like, who was listening? Because we weren't <laughs> promoting, we weren't doing anything. It was just there on the platforms that it's been on, and people are still checking us out. So I'm like, yay! Yeah, I remember I told you it's so funny because like my homegirl and, uh, and one of my coworkers, they were t- one of them was telling me she was like, yeah, girl, you know my husband be listening to y'all like on his with, um, way to work, and I was like, what? And she sent me a screenshot of him listening and I was like wow and then my homegirl she said um she listens and a couple of other people so I was like okay we really need to get back started because we still got people that are really supporting us and I appreciate it we really do this is our baby y'all like this is our our passion project this is our thing like we love it like no we don't get paid like all the other podcasters but like this is it's for us like it's therapeutic almost <laughs> it really is it's really truly therapy especially i think too for not just us but for other people because it's right. like everybody can relate on something that either of us are going through or something that we're talking about or something that we've been through right so y'all we have a lot to catch up on yes we really really do it's been i don't even know oh, the last episode we recorded was in october of 2022 so mm-hmm. it has been over six months. And yeah. even before that, that was like a one-off. Like we yeah. <laughs> we had tried to record and it just get back on track and it just didn't work. So that one yeah. was a, you know, yeah. it just kind of threw in like there. In between. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're back and better than ever. And we are going to truly, truly stick to our schedule. We're going to make sure we get you guys content and recordings and just really thrive and you know, keep breaking these negative narratives that are out here in this crazy ass world. Girl, crazy is not even the word. Like, I feel like I'm living in a dream every single day. Like this. Don't you feel like a be- dinosaur? Like distinct kind of? 
yeah, like everything is just so crazy. Like I'm like, is this life? Like, right. are we really doing this right now? Even even our kids, like I feel like their generation is just weird. Yeah. Like that, it's like I just feel like certain things or like their conversation and certain things they do. I'm like, how am I doing that at your age? Or I wasn't even thinking like that. Like they just they have no common sense. <laughs> it's like who's to blame for that like are we to blame for that right like, <laughs> didn't I teach you better you'll be looking at yourself like didn't I teach you like, better I know that I did not <laughs> what what like I know you didn't get that from me I don't know where they got this stuff from but they're definitely um a different breed they kind of march to the beat of their own drum which I feel like our generation did too but not as much as them yeah like they for don't sure. care about nothing they don't nothing. respect adults. They don't respect nothing. They're like, and they don't Ooh. care about the consequence either. At like, all. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh, okay. Cool. For They're how like, long? What else, what else is new? Right. What else you got? Okay. Like, damn. <laughs> At least we were sneaky about ours. We were sneaky as right. hell. They don't <laughs> care about anything. Nothing. So you look good. You've been going good staying in the gym. That's good. You look I have. I well, this is very recent. So I wasn't going consistently just because it wasn't mentally in the cards for me. But yeah. I even though I knew that I should have been going because it does help, but yeah. just having the motivation to get up and get there, it just wasn't there. But now yeah. that I have been back in the gym consistently, I wanna say for like a couple, maybe a month or so. Mm-hmm. on and off at least a couple days two or three days a week minimum mm-hmm. so that's consistent for me as opposed yeah. to what I used to and I just want to say one thing okay so I went back and looked at some pictures right you know how Instagram gives you like your memories or whatever yeah yeah so I got memories from like March of 2019 March of 2019 mm-hmm. I was a decent size like I was good but I remember like going back in my head and I was like damn bitch I still felt big as hell but I wasn't. <laughs> then fast forward to August of 2019. I found this picture. When I tell you I looked like I was smoking crack. And I want to oh know God. No, why nobody told me. <laughs> See this picture? Because you ain't never like smoke no crack. Why didn't y'all tell me that I was looking like a whole crackhead out in these streets? First of all, we are our worst critics. Okay. No, but the picture that we saw the other day, you were small as shit. Remember? I'm like, who is this person? But and I the crazy like- thing is, I still thought I was big. Like, I was still trying to lose weight. I still wanted to lose, like, 25 more pounds. And That's wasn't. insane. Yeah. So when you saw that picture, were you like, damn, I was small I really was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I looked like I was a 12-year-old. Like, I had no curves. Like, my, I was I had no boobs. My boobs were non-existent. I was like, who is this girl? Yeah. And I also note I wasn't doing a lot of like weightlifting and stuff in the gym. It was a lot of cardio. So now I'm noticing the difference. I do more weights and more strength training now yeah. than I did before. And I do a way less cardio. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because, you know, I need to quit vaping or whatever. But mm-hmm. <laughs> cardio it used to be easy for me. But now it's a struggle. Yeah. And I quit vaping like 13 times in the last two months, you guys. Just, <laughs> you know. But you know, so it's, you know, it's so funny we talk about this and bring this up because rest in peace, you know, DC Young Fly uh, baby mother, Jackie O, is like she looked amazing. 
Right. And, you know, she went to go get a mommy makeover. In That's what I was West. like. What was she getting done? Like, there and, was, you know, I was don't see anything. One. This was her second one. That and I'm so just crazy. like, girl, you look good. Amazing. But she probably just, like you just said, looking at herself like, uh-uh, I need to lose more or I want to get rid of this tummy or whatever. You know how we are. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad that, like, we think like that. But then you look back and you be like, damn, I look good. Right. Or dang, you know what I mean? Because even now, I'm like, okay, I, the scale isn't where I want it to be, but I'm trying to move away from focusing my attention on what the scale says, right? Yeah. And just focusing on what my body feels like, how I feel in my clothes, and how I see myself when I look in the mirror. And my stomach is still the same thing. Like, it drives me insane. But I will say, like, I'm pleased with everything else. So, yeah. I can kind of see the appeal. Like, I still low-key want to go and get a little, you know, snip. <laughs> when this happened, I was like, oh, absolutely not. Like, I will never. Because yeah. it's terrifying yeah. to think that stuff like that will happen. But I'm still like, no, I might go ahead and get this. Any, people don't, any time you go under anesthesia, there's a chance. You know what I mean? Right. Anytime. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're getting a tooth pulled and you're under anesthesia, it's a chance. That's so scary. It's just unfortunate, but. Speaking of deaths too, like y'all, my my baby daddy passed away. Rest in peace, Derek. Unfortunately, I still honestly ain't even dealt with the situation for myself. Um, of course, I've been there for my children, but um, like dealing with it on my own, I don't know. Like it's still just so unreal to me. Um, I took his last picture on Earth with uh, at this football game we were together a couple of days before he passed away and then I had talked to him a couple of hours before he passed away so it's just really shocking um still and I still find myself picking up my phone to call him to text him you know different things like that so we definitely have our moments still going through that but like I said life has just been life and like you know some things you just never in life would imagine and then it just hits you you know so that's one big, 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 big life change that has Nobody happened. Nobody saw that coming. No. At all. at all. I remember when I got the call, I still was like, what? And my mom was spent the night over my house that night. I think I had to go out of town that morning for work. So she was at my house. And, I, and when I got the call and I was told, I told her to come here. And girl, I took her in the garage. Mind you, the kids were asleep. But I was still so just... <laughs> discombobulated I, t- I said hey. she's like what you taking me in the garage? what is going on I was like I'm gonna tell you something she's like at least I can't be a part of no crime cause you know I'm taking her Not in the garage <laughs> Michelle said absolutely not sis whatever you got going on she's <laughs> in, in the garage or something I'm like what are you what? girl she was skeptical <laughs> trying to come out in the garage I'm like girl if you don't come out here she was like, what is going on? So I told her, and she said, Alicia, that's not a good joke to play. She was like, and no, seriously. And I was like, what? Sis, I wouldn't joke like that. I'm like, I'm serious, mom. I just got the call. And I started crying. She started crying. She was like, are you kidding me? Because like I and my mom was at that game too that we just saw him at. And they hugged, and we all just had a great time. And so it, it was just really shocking. It's still shocking. It's shocking too, and it sucks because <laughs> it's like you guys were doing so well, you know. We really like were. in the relationship that you guys had. Like you had, you know, you're communicating better. Like y'all were talking. Like y'all were on great terms. Like y'all were really 
vibing. Yep. And that's so crazy that like all the stuff that we go through in life and all the ups and downs, like you really never know. You never know. You really never know because nobody saw that coming. Nobody expected that. Especially now, like you think, okay, things are good. Like everything's mm-hmm. cool. Like we just looking forward to the future. Right. And then shit like this happens. Right. Mm. Exactly right. So you just never know. So everybody, I'll just say that to say, love on who you love. Like show, give people their flowers while they're here because you never know. Um, I feel like I'm coming down with a cold or something. I know my allergies are bad, but I feel like I'm coming down with a cold. Anyway. So hopefully I'm not. I'm going to take some emergency seat. But love on the people that are here for you. I don't care if it's one person in your life. Like, give them their flowers while they're here. Appreciate them. And even if something's wrong, like, make things right with someone who you truly feel like deserves to make things right with. A lot of people are not meant to be in your life. But people who, you know, you have kids with or you are truly, you know, like, I love this person. Like, make things right with them. And that's crazy because in July of last year, Mm -hmm. when, so one of my co-parents has a event studio that they, you know, host events and stuff out of. So like after hour parties and um, pop-up shops, poetry readings, fashion shows, whatever. It just, it was like a a catch-all for different creative events. Right. And it was really Yeah. Super dope space. Nice Mm -hmm. vibe. Like great people we always had a good time yeah and they were hosting a like an after hour like party type thing it was a different crowd than what they normally have um and they ended up shooting the place mm-hmm. and my co-parent was shocked and I remember getting that phone call at like seven in the morning it was insanity I was like yeah. like you said like you don't believe, like what yeah. So, like, immediately I start panicking and I'm like, oh, my God, is he okay? Like, what's going on? What am I going to tell my daughter? Like, what? Right. Like, what? what <laughs> I don't know what to do. So, I get right. up, I jump up, I go to the hospital. Like, we're standing out there. Like, it was craziness. Like, one young girl lost her life. Like, it was, and it was senseless is the yeah. thing. Yeah. And it was young kids, you know, and their egos. And like we said, these new kids don't give a fuck about nothing. Nothing. They don't care about anything. And they it don't was, even want to fight anymore. They just want to shoot. No, they just start shooting. They like, just want to shoot. The problem? Yeah. And it was crazy. So that was very traumatic for me. And it's I'm realizing that how traumatic it was like now. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I'm like looking back because. And processing it. Processing it. I was already in the midst of a major depressive episode when this mm-hmm. happened. So that like secondhand trauma right because it didn't happen to me and then I felt weird about it I felt weird the fact that I was so impacted by it yeah because it didn't happen to me like it didn't happen to me I wasn't there it you know I didn't experience it but just hearing the stories and there was video of like what was going on so like seeing the videos hearing the shots like it was so (laughs) traumatizing and we're cool like that's he's one of my best friends so like we talk we we vibe we talk about whatever and we co-parent really well. Like, we work together very, very well. We've got a long history. We basically grew up together, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we have that long-standing history. And it's just, it was traumatizing, like, thinking that he could be, he could have been gone. Like, yeah. just like that. Like, it could have been, yeah. that could have been it. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like I was more impacted than my daughter was. Like, she yeah. was just like, okay. Like, once she found out and, like, he was okay, 
she didn't go to the hospital or see him or anything like that. We didn't want to, you know, traumatize her. her. Yeah. Traumatize her with, you know, seeing him like that. But it was just, yeah, it was intense. And like I said, I was already in the midst of a major depressive episode. I didn't realize how major the depressive episode was, but I feel like that kind of exacerbated it and made it worse. Yeah. Without me realizing that was the reason that it got worse. Worse. You know? Yeah. And yeah. now I'm looking back at it like, okay. So yeah. That's yeah. for me, my life has changed a lot too. Like yeah. it has changed <laughs> tremendously. Like things are just all over the place. And I said I was ready to tell y'all my story and just kind of emphasize the importance of your mental health and taking care of that and recognizing the signs and being mm-hmm. in with yourself because that's not something that I know how to do. Yeah. And it was a lot. Like, I think it started really with the pandemic and I just, you know me, I don't stop to think yeah. about it. I just go, 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 ignore, mm-hmm. ignore, push it down. We're going to avoid it. You know, yeah. we're just going to pretend like it's not happening. Like you're not having these feelings in the back of your head and you're still going <laughs> to get up and do what you need to do because of course we think we're superwoman right and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and then I got um a new diagnosis in the midst Mm -hmm. of all of this so I got diagnosed with ADHD as an adult at what 31 years old Mm. and because I was in therapy during all of that and it was just my therapist kept saying like have you maybe we should you know, it sounds like these things are something that could be related to ADHD. Have you ever been tested? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. So she asked me like questions about my childhood. You know, how was I in school? What was it like? You know, who was I? And I was like telling her, you know, I was the kid who always got in trouble for talking too much in class. <laughs> I was the one who was always done work with my work and this and that. I was afraid to ask questions in class and things like that. And she was like, we should do this. So took the yeah. test comes back I do have ADHD the inattentive kind of ADHD because first of all I didn't know that there were multiple types of multiple, ADHD yeah mm-hmm. had no idea that's just like autism the spectrum is so big it ranges yeah because so it's ADHD, also a, neuro, it's a neurodivergent thing yep. just like autism yeah. so I'm like wow right. I had no idea mm-hmm. learn something new yeah. So, yeah, so I was dealing with that, not realizing that that was triggering a lot of the anxiety and the depression that I was experiencing because it was untreated. And I didn't know how to cope with it because I didn't know what was going on. So yeah. not only was I depressed, which I have dealt with depressive episodes before, but they weren't, you know, serious. Like it yeah. was situational, like something would trigger it. You know, I would be down for a couple of days or in my feelings for a couple of days and, and then right I would move on. Right. Yeah. But I feel like the older I get, the worse that the episodes were becoming. And I don't know if it's because I was not treating it or if I was ignoring it or if I just wasn't dealing with whatever was causing it. But this go round, my foot falling asleep. I'm sitting on my feet. (laughs) This go round, I felt like there was no reason for it. And I really felt crazy Mm -hmm. because it's like work was going great. I was making good money. My kids were happy. My household was taken care of. Like everything was good. Like I had no reason to be in this space, but it's just like, I kept getting worse. I was tired. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't care to go out with my friends. I was just isolating myself because I was feeling this way. And then gradually things just kept getting more and more and more exhausting to the point where I literally stopped working. I just stopped. 
And it's mm-hmm. like, I would try, but I couldn't. So yeah. I'm not working. I spent all the money that I had saved up because I wasn't working. And I literally, oh, I want to say, I feel like emotionally I gave up. I was just like, yeah. I don't, I don't have it. Like, I don't know yeah. what y'all want me to do. I just start letting everything fall apart around me. I didn't care. Like, it just was what it was. I was at work when I did have to go into the office crying in meetings. Like, I would leave, <laughs> get up out of the meeting and come in. And then it was noticeable. And, you know, normally yeah. I'm like bubbly, you know, I'm yeah. upbeat, whatever. And people mm-hmm. were like, are you, and people kept asking me, are you okay? Like, you mm-hmm. don't seem yourself. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. But, like, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I was not. I was not fine at all. And it was really difficult because I felt bad because it was impacting my kids because I'm irritable, you know, yeah. all the time. And it was just, it was a lot. It's yeah. still a lot. I'm actually medicated now. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, I was medicating before, but I wasn't consistent with it. And I don't think it was the right medication. The right. Yeah. So it, it wasn't really helping, but it, I had to literally bottom out. Yeah. before things started to feel better. Well, I think people don't realize that. Like, sometimes you do have to hit rock bottom truly in order to pick yourself back up. You know what I mean? Or not even that. Like, sometimes when you don't know something and then you find out, it's like, it, it clicks. It makes sense. It's like, oh, this is why. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then, too, like you said, with life situations, Bro, life is hard. And any, if anybody say it's sweet, child, please. Because I'm going to tell you, all the money in the world, you go through shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody does. But like you said, it's like sometimes it's like sometimes you just have to literally spiral out of control and hit rock bottom. And I, I mean, I think that truly makes sense. Because even with Derek's death, it was just like depressing. It's just depressing as hell. You know what I mean? Like to see my baby just hurt. And that's another thing. To, you know what I mean? How do you how do you grieve on your own and cope on your own when you're still a parent and you have exactly. to help them process their feelings and help them grieve? But so you kind of don't have space for that for you, you don't, right now. No. Mm-mm. Or even if even if it's not somebody's death, like you're just going through shit. It's like you gotta still cook, clean, bathe, homework, talk to the. You know, sometimes you don't even want to talk at all to nobody, but mm-hmm. your kids is right there in your face. You know what I mean? And it's just people don't realize like mental health is truly real, and it's something like a lot of people. I feel like even in the world that we're in, like people are so quick to judge, and they don't even know what's going on, or if somebody. For instance, police officers, they're so quick to shoot or, oh, this person crazy. You you have no idea what people are truly going through. People Literally. need to be more empathetic and yeah. be a little more understanding and take a step back yeah. to really assess what's going on or give people some grace. You know, like I, right. I know that this world is crazy and people are crazy. So everybody's on edge, right? Yeah. We're always leery of what other people are doing because we don't know how it's going to affect us. We don't know if they mean us harm. We don't know if their intent is malicious, but you really don't know what people are going through. So yeah. we tr- you have to, to allow some grace and try to be understanding, like put yourself yeah. in their shoes for a second exactly. or even take a step back and 
say, okay, this isn't personal. Right. You know, if they're doing something, it may not be a personal attack against me. This just could be how they're dealing with whatever they're feeling right now. Right. And just and I don't like think we do that. No, we don't. And and just like um you said, you have to give people grace, but also too, depression it can hit anybody. And when it comes, it comes and it comes fast. It doesn't come slow, it comes fast. And either most of the time it gets way worse. Or it'll get a little better, but it's like you really have to understand that when depression comes, it hits hard, and it, and that can be for anybody, anybody going through anything. But I, yeah. commend, I commend you for first of all having a great therapist that sees and allow you know told you, hey, listen, I think we need to do this because yeah. I think that's the major thing too with therapy. Like my son is in therapy, I'm in therapy. Um, therapy is wonderful. It helps. It truly helps, and a lot of people feel like, oh, I, especially the black community. I don't yeah. need nobody telling me nothing about my life or helping me. Therapy is amazing, and the best thing I could have did for my child and for myself is find the best therapist. And even with him, like we had to go to two, go through two therapists to get the right one. Yeah, you know what I mean. And sometimes you just have to do that. But I feel like your story, and even when you are ready to get deep, deep into it. <laughs> I really feel like it will help so many people. Yeah. I truly, truly feel that way. I'm really, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts in this story. So I'm really just giving y'all uh, the the high level view the of, it, of it. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of things that overlap. There's a lot of stuff going on, but it really was, I want to say the lowest point in my life by far. Like I've never experienced anything like this because I'm always the person who keeps it together who yeah who's super independent I don't ask anybody for anything I just do what I have to do and if I have to ask it's because I absolutely need help right mm-hmm. so this was a challenge for me during yeah. this time and I think honestly that's why it got so bad of course but I had to go through this to learn that it's okay it's to okay. be vulnerable it's okay to ask for help you just have to know who to ask and yeah. you have to surround yourself with the right people exactly. because a lot of people don't understand. And that's what I struggle with. <clears throat> the judgmental like with, side of, side yes, of things. Yes, even yeah. with my own family, like I still don't, I don't think they really know, yeah. you know, how bad it was. They don't know that I've called suicide hotlines. Yeah. They don't know that I've considered hospitalizing myself. They don't mm-hmm. know that I looked up places and made phone calls to see what it was going to be, but decided not to do it because I was like, who's going to pay for this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's but just it you was... even being here, like, think about it. You could have took yourself out. It's yeah. Plenty of time. When, mm-hmm. when depression comes, that's what happens. Let's just be real. You know, it, you can, you can start and, and different people deal with it. Like my niece, for instance, she cuts herself a lot, but certain things when you see it coming and it gets worse and worse, like you could have easily been like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Like how you said, fuck work, fuck, fuck life. I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to be I was here anymore. So t- and that's what I kept saying to people. And I don't think they understood what I was saying when I would yeah. say I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Like my spirit is tired. I my am soul. so, yeah. I am so tired and so exhausted of feeling like this every day when I wake up and knowing that I don't want to feel like this, but there's nothing you can do to fix it. Yeah. That's the part that I struggled with the most. And it's like, and then you have the people around you that want, you know, to to yeah. be there for you. And it's like, they don't really know what to say. They don't yeah. know how to Nothing's address it. Nothing's making you feel better. 
no, nothing's making yeah. me feel better. So I isolate, but then I isolate and then I feel like nobody gives a fuck about me and yeah. nobody cares about me because that's depression. Like yeah. talking, yeah. like telling me these things that aren't true when I know I have people that genuinely care about me. Yeah. But then you go <clears throat> through certain things too and you realize that some people may say that they care, but they don't care enough for it to make a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we can put ourselves to the side right and say okay I know that this is what I need but I see that you're struggling and I see that you need my help so let me take a step back and let me do what I can do to help you yeah but a lot of people aren't capable of doing that and I never want to put anybody in a position to have to choose or or do that like if you don't have the capacity say that right and that's a lesson that I've learned too for myself if it doesn't feel right and I don't have the energy or the the mindset or to do it I'm not doing it because normally I would do it, yeah. right? But it it feeds it, and then I you end up in this hole, and then you have to dig yourself out, and nobody's going to help you, right? Dig, pull yourself out of the hole once they help you dig the hole, right? So I don't know, you guys. That's yeah, so true. It's, it's it's been. <laughs> but I commend rough, you. You're here. Rough, you look amazing, road, y'all. But that's all a part of your testimony. I really feel that way. Like, it's all a part of your testimony. You're here because you're here to help others with your story. True. And that's why I said I wanted to to talk about it. Because I don't really tell too many people. The people that are closest to me know. But most people don't know. Like, I'll disappear. Like, oh, you've been gone from social media. What's been going on? I don't, I don't have it <laughs> right now. And I don't want to see y'all. I don't want to talk to anybody. And I still kind of pop in and out. But that was one thing, too. But I will say, TikTok. <laughs> Thank you, TikTok. Because well, you know okay. what I would do on those depressive days when I didn't feel like getting out of bed or I didn't have the energy? You know what I would do? I would lay in bed all day and I would scroll on TikTok all day for hours. And be just laughing. And just laughing, giving me the laughs that I need to get through the day, yeah. honestly. TikTok, literally, TikTok, you saved my life. Thank you. <laughs> and they were trying to ban it. Right. Like, I need TikTok, okay? I need, the, <laughs> I need the laughs. I need the jokes. I need to feel like people understand me. I found my people, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I really well, That's do. awesome. I truly, I truly, 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 you know, love that about you, that you were able to pick yourself back up and dig yourself out of a hole that was that you thought you would never get out of and you're here to tell that testimony and to you know be there for others that are going through that and the thing is like people don't like guess what it's not that it will ever go away because guess what you can still deal with depression all day long but oh, yeah, it's, it's a part of how you de- yeah it's a part of like how you deal with it what are you doing for yourself who are two who are you surrounding yourself around like because a lot of times it's it's people too you know yeah. you have people that are always just negative or it's just always something and they're draining you you gotta get rid of that bad energy it's triggering it's very yeah. triggering that that energy that negative mindset that everything's a problem like yeah that is is terrible especially when it's chemical, right? Because like, right. I, I didn't see, I was trying to do it without the meds. Like I was really trying. It was not working. Because it's an so, imbalance. Right. Yeah. So then I started taking my medicine. And I will say, when they say it gets worse before it gets better, those two weeks at when I started were the absolute worst. Like I felt like I was in the height of where I was before. Because like, I had felt like I was 
trying to get better. And then when I started the meds, it's like I reverted back to where I was a couple of months ago in that really, really dark space. But I came out of it. Yeah. So I stuck with it. I was like, okay, you know, this is part of it. Your body's adjusting. Let your your chemicals and all of your stuff balance Mm -hmm. out the way that it needs to. And I do. I feel 100% better. I don't wake up feeling sad that I woke up. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't wonder, like, how I'm going to do things. And I'm more motivated to do Mm -hmm. things. I'm not tired all the time. You know, I have energy. And it's honestly because of the meds. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't working without it's that, it. It's that imbalance. You know, it's that chemical balance that now is just like, okay, we're here. We're working now. And we're doing great. And it's okay to have that. Like, I, ha- I'm, I have medication that helped me with my chemical balance. So that I have the right set of mind to just wash some clothes or do some damn dishes. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's, at the end of the, the day, I just feel like mental health. It is that will you just you'll just look at the shit like, girl. When I tell you that, you know what I mean, was an absolute mess because who like I didn't even care. I don't care. Like I did the bare minimum because I have kids, and honestly, they are the only reason that kept me going. And even with them, it was bare minimum, and that's when I was like, okay, this isn't good because this isn't fair to them. Like they want to do stuff, they want to go do these activities, they want to hang out, and I don't have the energy when I literally took them to Six Flags and about had a panic attack at Six Flags like I felt terrible like I was complete party pooper I didn't want to be there I was anxious my hands were shaking my heart was racing like I was so overwhelmed because there were so many people that at the end of that night I was absolutely drained yeah completely yeah but I did it for them but you could see that I was visibly like not there yeah and I don't I don't think that's fair to them yeah yeah. No, I get it. I definitely get it. I mean, sometimes we just need those moments. I feel like even when we went out of town that one time, I feel like you like you had you had a panic attack a little bit, but I feel like you bounced back. So like I didn't see you being drained. Man. When we went to Savannah. Oh yes. <laughs> but I don't I didn't see it like really bad. First of though. all, because it wasn't that bad. Then, okay. Right? It okay. wasn't that bad. It was way worse now, but even little things do give me anxiety. So, like being in the car that long, yeah, gives me anxiety, especially when other people. (laughs) What, especially with other people driving, like what? And it's it's like the older I get, the worse it gets. Like even now, like before, I would be you know riding down two eighty five, seventy five to run through the city, no problem. Now, I'm avoiding highways. (laughs) All that damn traffic. I'm avoiding, and then it's just the way that the people drive, like y'all bobbing and weaving in and out of traffic. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's using turn too signals. Much going like, on. It's just, it's yeah. way too much. And my senses are like overloaded because I'm like hyper alert of everything that's going on. My hands be sweating when I get out the car. Like, this is <laughs> ghetto. <laughs> Absolutely ghetto. That is hilarious. <laughs> it is so it is bad. Ghetto. You're such a Kelly girl. <laughs> well you know what i just think that touching on this speaking about it is great especially for you because like it just makes me feel so good it makes my heart smile seeing you talk about just this like just seeing you because 
it's just so not you. Like you're such in a shell, you know, you're so to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) And so just to see you smiling and thriving and looking good, your skin is freaking glowing. Like I truly, truly am happy for you. And I'm just excited to hear, you know, you keep coming out of your shell, telling your story and helping others. I truly feel like you are going to help so many people. And I love that for you, friend. I love that for you. Yeah. That's really what I want to do because I'm like, I have to, because it's almost, I'm going to say this. It's been, I don't talk about it because it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I feel ashamed. But think about how many people feel that way. It's so crazy. I'm just like, I, I have this persona of myself in my head and it's like, you're not supposed to be dealing with this. You're supposed to keep it together. You're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that because you're this person and everybody's always so proud of you and mm-hmm. whatever. And I feel like I'm failing and I feel like I'm letting people down. I deal with that every day, especially where I'm at in life right now. Like I told y'all, my life is in shambles, okay? I- but you're not But you're not failing. <laughs> Everything and you're not has fallen apart. And I am rebuilding everything. Mm-hmm. Like when I say I'm rebuilding my life right now, I am rebuilding everything and I've never been in a position like this and I think that I needed to so that I can learn how to let go of these feelings and do the shadow work and figure out where these feelings are coming from why do I feel like I'm not good enough for people Mm -hmm. why do I feel like like why do I feel why am I so afraid of being rejected why do I hide because y'all know I hide like when people try to give me compliments I don't want that attention and I've been like that since I can remember and I'm realizing that it comes from my childhood it stems in my relationship with my mother it comes from partly from my relationship with my father like all of these things are coming to light and I think that like you said I had to hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. for me to actually sit in these feelings and process them and figure them out and I'm still working with it it's a challenge every single day yeah, especially this mother daughter dynamic that's been really difficult for me um, to process because it's not the relationship that I've envisioned or that I've always wanted yeah. with my mother. And I'm realizing that that is the reason why I am the way that I am and the mm-hmm. reason that I hide because I felt like there was not room for me yeah. and my feelings. And we're not going to talk about this because I'm about to get emotional. So yeah. I understand. <laughs> it was, it's, it really there I just feel like there wasn't room for me yeah. anywhere. And that's people like at work, they're like, Oh my god, you're doing so well. And I downplay all of my accomplishments. Yeah. Because I've always felt like there wasn't room. And you've always accomplished so many things. Like you still are. Even in the midst of what you're going through, like you have done a hell of a job with all your certificates, your license, your school. I mean, just everything. Yeah. Like you've done I was a doing lot of that. And yeah. I think that's really what burnt me out because I was yeah. trying to bury myself in keeping myself busy and finding things to do because I felt like shit. Yeah. And and but you know what statistics say, say? They say in your 30s, you have a midlife crisis. Well, baby, they say here. the midlife crisis hits. <laughs> they say in your 40s, time of your life. That's what like I'm looking forward to. Yeah, like 30. I'm 30 really looking forward to 40. So 40-ish, they say it's the best time of your life. So it's good now that we are having these midlife crises and we are rebuilding and revamping it. It's okay. It's okay. 
And I think that's the part that people don't understand. Like, it's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to get back up again. It's okay that life is lifing. Because if it wasn't life in this shit would not be real. We would just be living in a fake ass world. And we don't live. We're gonna there. talk about that too, because I feel like we on our way there with all this AI shit. Like Girl. I am terrified. Y'all terrified. know how many times do y'all know how many times I watched iRobot? I'm not here for this. <laughs> and they said everybody about to lose their job. Y'all better be paying attention. Y'all better be paying attention. We're gonna have to, we have to dive into this. And maybe I'm just crazy, but they was talking about this man was saying there was some aliens in his backyard. And on the police badge, when he came, you could see on the camera that it was like a spaceship that had like landed or something and crashed. And they said, the I don't people know what was- to believe. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's fake. I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> they can make shit up. Like with these deep fakes, they can put people's faces and voices and like... Yeah. How do we know what's what? Like, I don't, we don't know. So that's why I say I don't watch the news anymore. I mind my business. It's too depressing. I, it is. It stresses me out. I don't. I, I have changed all the shit that I follow on Instagram. Everything is like happy-go-lucky and yeah. hippie shit and spirituality and happy thoughts and affirmations and yeah. fitness shit. That is literally it because the rest of it drives me crazy. And y'all, yeah. not y'all, not our listeners, but the masses... Yeah, the shade room <laughs> and y'all and them comment like y'all stress out. But it be people that be worried about shit that don't got nothing to do with them. And that's the problem. They really like, be inserting so, themselves. Why are you so worried about what somebody else is doing? So I don't weird. understand. Like, leave me alone in my little bubble. That is a okay. That's fine. And it, you'll be fine if you stay out of people's business. Peaceful that way, right? It is. People you don't realize that. If you stay out of people's business, you child will. mental health will go ten plus if you fucking stay you out of people's business. You will feel so much better. Yeah, people always have something that, to say. The problem is that people don't want to look inward. They don't want to look inside themselves and uh-huh. see what the real issue is and why you're so bothered. Look at Azalea Banks. Things. What she said about did you see that shit, girl? I, like I did. You I, so watch <laughs> out now, because now you're playing. <laughs> that you should Azalea have is, never she's crazy she's she's, she's different. and i just i wish that i just wish that she, she kept them comments to yourself yeah I just even wish if you she, felt that way okay you didn't have keep to it say to yourself why, why would you didn't you have to that? put it on the internet no you didn't and about her death <laughs> yeah okay. you, didn't, you didn't have to do that yeah i just feel like people just insert themselves and do shit and say shit and just do too much shit yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I don't like when people say things or do things and then try to blame it on their mental health. Because if you, in retrospect, right, you can go back and you can see that that's what it was, then that means you're capable of realizing that in the moment and you're capable of changing the way that you react to whatever it is the situation was. Yeah. But you chose not. I agree. And now you want sympathy because I don't like that. Especially dealing with mental health in the way that you know and experiencing it and knowing i don't like that because it already has a stigma everybody already you know thinks you're crazy or whatever Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's fair yeah everybody's just minding business and the world would be a better place it really would happy pride month y'all yes (laughs) happy pride month it's so crazy because it's happy pride month now and then in october it's black pride month you know 
Yeah. So yeah, but happy Pride Month. Shoot, I feel like it, it needs to be Mental Health Awareness Month every month. That was all right. April's Mental Health Awareness Month, right? Yeah, it was, and it was Autism Awareness Month too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm happy we're back, guys. We just wanted to, for this episode, just come and talk and, you know, just catch you guys up on a little bit of things. But as you see, we have a lot in store. And these testimony, mine, all what we've been doing. We're going to break down all these things. We're going to really be kind of focusing on the wellness side of these these things that we deal with and the narrative that goes along with it and just doing what we can to to change the way that people view things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm looking Me forward too. To it. I am I too. hope that you guys are looking forward to it as well. Yes. And I think that's it for today. We're not going to keep y'all too long because we just wanted to catch y'all up <laughs> let y'all know that we're still here. Yeah. We're still here. We're, we're still, still here. here. We're gonna we didn't stay, forget about you. stay here. We and stay. if y'all, we still have the same email if you guys want to write us. Please feel free to do that. We love um, getting feedback from our listeners. We love, you know, <laughs> um, hearing saying, your story. Yeah. <laughs> <That's what laughs> like, tell us what's been going. We told y'all all of our nitty gritty details, what's been going on in our lives. So now we need to, um, we need to exchange. Yeah. I need to share the wealth. Let's, let's work through all of our issues We all know it's been, it's been rough since the pandemic. Oh, and then yeah. did you see real quick? Did you see in China how they said they got a new variant? You know that, what? I don't. It's like you mm-mm. know what? Mm-mm. Nope, nope. I've had if we shut down, baby, I'm making millions. Okay, I just want y'all to know. Cause what? Like I can't. I really can't. It's I crazy. think the pandemic is really what started all this madness. It did. I feel like it got it. Life it really got started way, it for me. Yeah. Yeah. These dogs are about to kill me. Do you hear him? I hear him. Is he trying to get in the room? Yes, he's downstairs. He's upset with me. (laughs) But But all right, guys. We love y'all. Make sure you um, follow us on all platforms. We're on every single platform. You guys can email us. We're going to get everything back popping. We have so many different new things in store that we're going to do. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please give us a review and a rating so that we can boost our visibility. And... Yeah, and follow us on social media, Break the Narrative Pod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing. What is it? At Break Narrative on at, Twitter. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then on Break Spotify. the Narrative on <laughs> Facebook. And on Facebook, yes. So make sure yeah. y'all leave us your feedback, check in with us, and send us some stuff. And we will see y'all next week. See y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye.